Hi there, and welcome to the Law of Living Well podcast, your place to learn how to show up as your best self so that you can succeed at home, in business, and in life. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and as a business owner, lawyer, author, and mum, I understand the challenges that come with making yourself a priority. In this podcast, I share my self-care strategies for well-being and success. Hi there, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad that you are here. It is awesome to have you tuning back in. This week, we are talking about five ways that you can boost your self-care and mental well-being. Self-care can mean different things to different people. Ultimately, it is to care for yourself. We have all got our own unique ways and approaches to self-care, but making time to actively focus on your mental well-being is something that we often don't do, and it is essential to our ongoing health. We all spend a lot of time worrying about how we look and worrying about our body and our physical being. But what about looking after our mental well-being? Often we don't think about our mental well-being as we get on with our busy lives. It is, however, super important that we intentionally give this aspect of our lives time and not to dismiss the importance of taking care of ourselves first. If we don't put our mental health and well-being at the forefront of our focus, everything can become heavy and stress can become a huge feature in our lives, which will lead to ongoing health issues, not to mention simply not being able to cope with life as well as possible. This week, I was reminded firsthand as to why our mental health and well-being is so important and why we must take care of it. The reality is, is that no one is going to take care of it for us. It has to come from us. I had lunch this week with a lawyer colleague of mine and she shared with me the challenges that she had faced in the past about being under stress and being in a situation of working for a law practice that really didn't care about her mental health or wellness. The repercussions are absolutely huge. She not only obviously was struggling in her everyday life, but there have been ongoing issues with her mental well-being and ongoing issues with her physical health. And now that she is in a much safer environment where she's happy and thriving, she's still paying for the years of stress that she had previously. And it's just so important that we are able to recognize these issues that we're having, the symptoms, the stress that we might be under um, caused by a workplace, and that we're able to reach out and get the support that we need to get. Without the support that you need to receive, then you might not actually be able to get yourself out of this situation She was unaware at the time of how bad it was and what was actually happening to her until her actual physical body started giving up on her. So, um, you know, it's just a reminder that it is so, so important that we are looking after our mental wellness and our stress levels. 
So this is why I want to put this podcast together this week and share with you the strategies that I have on how to make your self-care the forefront of your daily life um, as a mum, lawyer, professional, business owner, whoever you are that, that's listening today. So number one is to value yourself. What I mean by this is to value yourself in a way that you value others. We often are so kind and respectful to others. We compliment other people and we hold them in high esteem, even people that we don't know through social media, say. However, at times, we fail to treat ourselves with the same kindness and respect. And instead, we are so quick to criticize ourselves to talk negatively about who we are, we have that internal dialogue and chatter about how silly we are, how stupid we are, how, you know, and there's a whole range of things that we do to put ourselves down. And we really, really need to be aware of this and tune in to what we're saying about ourselves, how we talk about ourselves, both out loud and silently in our heads really has a huge impact on our mental health. So we need to make a habit of replacing any negative self-chatter with positive affirmations and kind words, you know, and also value yourself in a way when someone else gives you a compliment, say thank you. Don't criticize yourself in return. So value yourself is tip number one. Tip number two is to create a healthy morning routine. There's a lot of chat about morning routines at the moment and there's very good reason why. It is because it really, really does help when you start the day off right. As busy mums, professionals, business owners, the early morning before everyone else in your house wakes up is the perfect time to carve out valuable space for yourself. It can be difficult to find this time during the day or after work. I find that the evenings is, you know, it's crazy. There's school pickup, there's often taking kids places, there's dinner to cook, homework and other tasks and you're just exhausted and so flopping into bed seems like the only thing left to do. Your morning routine is all about creating space for yourself so that you can do some things that fill you up and help you with your mental health and fill your cup. It could include things like reading, moving your body, getting fresh air, journaling, meditating, repeating affirmations, listening to your favorite podcast, doing yoga or any other activity that brings you joy. And it also should be created in a way that you have time and space to get yourself ready in a calm manner, leave the house in a calm manner and not be stressed by the time you get to work. There is nothing worse than leaving the house, screaming out the driveway, sitting in traffic and feeling stressed because you know you're going to be late. So leave yourself heaps and heaps of time so that you've got a really lovely morning. On the same note, Whatever isn't serving you in the morning, let go of it or make changes. Bring more calm to your mornings. So for example, if you're running around every morning screaming at the kids and you're leaving the house exhausted, 
bring your awareness to this aspect of your life and work out how you can change that. Leave yourself plenty of space and time so that you can create a really happy morning routine. So tip number three is to surround yourself with amazing people. It is so important in my experience to align yourself and connect with the people that are supportive, positive and uplifting and that have the same values as you do. It is wonderful to spend time with people that inspire you and fill your cup. There is nothing better when you walk away from a coffee meeting or a lunch with someone who's really inspired you and you just feel really positive. These people can be family or friends, they can be colleagues or coaches or mentors. It is said that people with strong family and social connections are generally healthier than those that lack a support network. And I know for me, I've got a really good bunch of lawyer girlfriends and colleagues. We meet for lunch regularly, we're on the same wavelength, and we can talk about things on the same level with a level of understanding and empathy towards what each other's going through. They are really positive women who are go-getters and enjoy business and all the things that I do. So it's really uplifting to spend time with them. If you struggle to find like-minded people in your physical circle, you can connect online and Facebook groups. I know for me, I belong to a couple of really positive Facebook groups where the people in the groups are doing the same types of things that I'm doing. And it's also a really great way of getting support. So um, yes, definitely reach out to some Facebook groups to get those connections. And don't be afraid to leave the groups that really aren't serving you. I know for me as well, there's a couple of groups that really just kind of get on my goat because everyone's just whinging and moaning and quite negative. So if I find I'm in a group like that, I'll just turn it off and leave that group because I want to be surrounding myself with people who are really uplifting and help build up my life and support my life because that all helps towards supporting my mental wellness. So my tip number four for you today is to fuel your body with real food. Now, I know that most of you will probably know me from uh, my cookbooks and all the recipes that I create, so you know that I'm passionate about real food. But honestly, the difference that eating real food makes to your everyday life is absolutely huge. It is unbelievable the power that real food has on you, and it's unbelievable the power that processed food has over your life as well. The food that we are eating, we should not be underestimating what it's actually doing to us. When your week gets really busy, it becomes super easy just to rush out the door and figure out food later. But this is when we often end up grabbing takeaways or unhealthy options because we get starving and then we get angry and we'll just eat anything. So being organized and prepping real food that is fast and easy is both life and health changing. Taking the time to do this is so, so important. There is no doubt that what we eat and how we choose to fuel our bodies has a huge impact on our energy levels. 
but it also has an impact on our moods and how we feel, truly. Often people are so used to eating processed food that they are unaware of how incredible they can feel when they do eat real food. I have a guide online to help you to to ditch processed food. It's a free download that you can find on my website. So go to caroliefontanelli.com and download it. So tip number five is to say no often. I know that this is so challenging for so many of us, but we have to remember this. Whenever we say yes to something, we are actually saying no to something else. Have a think about that and what is it that you are saying yes to, therefore you don't have time and you're saying no to other things. For example, if you're saying yes to scrolling online until 10.30 p.m., you might be saying no to getting up at 5 a.m. for your walk. I know for me, this is one thing that I really have to be aware of because I will aimlessly scroll on my phone through Instagram or Facebook, flicking around, having a look, relaxing until 10.30 at night. But what that means is that I need more sleep, so I'm not ready to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and therefore I'm going to miss out on my walk. So what am I saying yes to and what am I saying no to? Um, What space are you creating for your healthy habits? So to do this, you do really need to be intentional and let go of what's not serving you and create space in your life for the things that are going to fill your cup and the things that are going to really help with your mental health. Try to say no of what drains you and say yes more often to what personally sparks joy in you no matter what that means to you this could be exercise it could be sitting and breathing fresh air journaling creating cooking or just relaxing what is it that lights you up and do more of that more often what is it that drains you and say no to those things more often if we let our family or our work colleagues or our partners or our friends, if we let them, they will take all of our time if we are saying yes all the time. It's just the way that it is. So practicing to say no and stepping into a space that you are holding for yourself and your mental health is so important. And that is the same, you know, in your workplace as well. So earlier I talked to you about my friend who had gone through a really bad time with an employer where she was feeling unable to say no and she was having to say yes to everything and it drained on her mental health and it drained on her physical health as well and she is still suffering the repercussions of that and so is her family. So it's really, really important that you are brave enough to say no and to say no to the things that drain you and that you don't want to do. So five ways to boost your self-care and mental well-being are to value yourself. This means speaking kindly to ourselves, both internally and externally. Secondly, creating a healthy morning routine is going to set you up for the day and it's going to really help boost your mental wellness. The third tip that I had for you today was to surround yourself with amazing people that boost you up and uplift you and help you to become the best version of yourself. This will also really support your mental well-being. 
The fourth thing is to fuel your body with real food. It is incredible how real food actually does impact our mental well-being as well as our physical well-being. So fuel up on real food. And the, the fifth tip that I had for you today was to say no often. Say no to the things that don't serve you and say yes more often to the things that do serve you and help you in terms of your mental well-being. I hope that today you have really enjoyed the podcast and that you can apply some of these really simple tips into your own life so that you can serve yourself better in terms of your mental well-being. If you have loved the podcast, I would love it if you went over to the subscribe button, push subscribe, and then what that means is that every single week as I release podcasts, they will pop up in your library and you'll be able to listen to them. If you want to see more of me, you can find me over at curlyfontanelli.com or you can follow me on all the socials. My handle is Fontanelli. Thank you for tuning in to The Law of Living Well. Until next week, bye for now.